0: In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to figure out how to pair hormones with weightlifting. There might be a little bit of music in between those two segments, but that's our topic for the day. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize
1: the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends
0: Fit 40s. Hello, Laura. Hey, welcome back. I know
1: so good to see you. I know. It's been so long. As we posted that we basically were both sick last week and we yes. couldn't get together to podcast. Which was crazy. It was very crazy. Well, And we were being very cautious. Yes. Because we wanted to um, make sure that the other one didn't get um, anything more serious. Right. And good thing we did. Good thing. Because <laughs> I ended up getting COVID. Yeah. And it took me out for a week. So it's insane. I had... Purely just allergies, two negative COVID tests, negative strep tests, and actually with a little bit of detective work of figuring out that the ragweed, which is super high in our area right now. I mean, every day on the Weather Channel, high, 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 high. And like for the next two weeks, high, high. So there's like no hope for me. I'm really worried. As I walked up the hill to my son's baseball game, I saw all this ragweed. And I was like, oh, that connects the dots. Because the first time I started feeling bad was after I'd sat out and watched his game. And then I did another night watching the game, breathing in all that ragweed. So mine's ragweed. It's not going away. I mean, it's getting better. Yours is COVID and you are ready to come back.
0: I am ready to come back. I was out of commission for uh, quite a while, um, just trying to do all the civically responsible things of making sure that nobody else gets sick Yeah. and now that my quarantine time is over i am ready to go back to work and do all the fun things that i do yeah and we're going to give you a new podcast this there week. we go so that's the benefit you guys get so we're going to start out talking about hormones besides covid and and allergies we're going to start out <gasps> talking about hormones laura you are becoming the local expert on hormones and you have found a whole bunch of stuff out recently. I
1: have. And, you know, I don't know that I'll call myself an expert, but I I feel the need to let the world know. So I'm kind of using this podcast as my platform to let the world know, because I think that for many years, hormone replacement therapy, which actually I learned is now starting to be called menopause replacement therapy, MRT. Instead of HRT, I I wasn't aware of that. Had such a bad rep for so many years. And actually, I read um, a recent article in the Washington Post. It was actually published in April of 22. And it basically stated that because of the bad rep that HRT, MRT had received in the public, essentially a whole decade of women have missed out on receiving the benefits that HRT or MRT can give you. Okay. Um and a fact that was stated in this same article was just alarming, I guess, that more than one billion people worldwide will be in menopause by twenty twenty five. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that's I a lot feel of people. like those people need to know. Right? And, and I realize, that, you know, there are, I'm not a scientist and I am not a medical doctor. So I'm, we're not saying that that is what we're doing. But there are lots of benefits in given in the right way. Basically, it helps you to alleviate the symptoms that you get from the loss of estrogen that your body naturally loses during menopause. So these Replacement therapy is giving you that bath so that you can not have as many hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, depression, exhaustion, hot flashes. I mean, all those things are what your body, how your body kind of combats the fact that you're losing that um, those hormones. Okay. And, and it can happen slowly. Different people can have more symptoms of one than the other. The brain fog is really picking up with me. Mm-hmm. I call it menopause brain. My son still thinks that it's a joke and I'm trying to tell him, no, it's real. It really is. Like I can think I'm doing one thing and walk upstairs and completely forget it. So that's just crazy to me because I usually have a pretty good memory. But I'm just learning to deal with it. I'm also learning what my body needs to perform its best during this time. Um, I am on a few different hormone replacement therapy types, I guess, because it can come in the form of a pill, patch, or cream. Okay. That's something that people need to know. And it's just a matter, I think, if your doctor thinks that it's best for you, because obviously you have to go to a doctor first, then you need to just really be aware of how your body And your mental and personality is affected when you take it. I don't know if that makes sense, but I had to really get in tune with how I react when on it um, so that I can be most like myself when I had all the parts that make the hormones naturally, because I did know that that one year after during that one year after surgery, I wasn't my same self. Yes. And I felt different. Right. And so I recognized that and I'm like, okay, something, we need to change something. We need to change the dosage or the types of hormones I'm getting because I
0: am too young to feel this way for the rest of my life. Right. And there's support and help out there to figure out how to get you to feel your absolute best. right? So another push, though, for the the diet and the fitness part of it as well because prior to your surgery we had a year of working out and thinking about diet together that allowed both of us to kind of figure out what our best selves felt like yes and so when your hormone replacement therapy started Uh, You had something to compare it to, to to
1: be like, okay, so this is how I felt before. And when I was in a really good place mentally, physically, emotionally, and right now this doesn't feel the same. And so something needs to happen differently. And so just a matter of um, just really being in tune with what I was taking and how often I was taking it and how it was making me act and feel um, helped me to, I think, at least for now, Get on a replacement therapy schedule. Okay, that that works for me. So I'm and I'm I'm not going to say it because obviously I think it I think it's as individualized yeah. as anything out there as exercise as diet um, that you have to find what works for you. Right. And so with discussion with my doctor with my pharmacist, I was able to get something that worked for me and helped me to really feel like
0: my best self. So, That's awesome, Laura. And so excited that you have both had the ability to kind of figure out this path and negotiate it. And also that you have the wherewithal to know when things are just a little bit off. Right. So nice I think work that's the key. Nice hard work with that. And thank you so much for sharing your current insight on HRT slash
1: MRT, which MRT. I wasn't even really aware of until I began doing a little more research for this podcast so all right
0: Fortunate because every single week Laura puts together our lifting workouts and our running workouts, and then she tells me what to do and I do it. (laughs) And I like this system. It it works well for you, yeah, yeah. It works great. (laughs) Now I do edit the podcast, so you do. It's kind of a balance. We have we have to
1: um, go with our strengths, right? Mm -hmm. But what's crazy is when I'm out there and I'm looking for new information or just just facts on women and strength lifting. Uh, When I'm looking at newsprint and news articles like in the the magazine stands in the Barnes & Noble and whatnot, it is so geared towards men
0: for strength training. And it is frustrating to me. That is frustrating, especially because we know how important strength training is. Yes, especially especially as you age. Yes. Yep,
1: finishing each other's words. So I don't understand why... The media is not putting, I mean, I know that it, there's been a big push to it. And I know that in the beginning it was a man sport, right? But we are not there anymore. We have moved on. So I feel like the information that's out there that's readily available should have equal. Yeah. Men men and females. So, you know. So
0: we're gonna give you just a few little tips that we've come up with kind of along the way that have to do with weightlifting type workouts. And then just like try to clarify some things that we've struggled with as well. When you do weightlifting, when you lift weights, you can have a strength weightlifting program. Or you can also have an endurance weightlifting program. There are two different kinds of things. Now, endurance, like cardio, right? Yes. But this is different.
1: This is like weightlifting endurance.
0: Yes. And so when I went to Body Pump, which was a program that I used um, in our gym, mm-hmm. we would do low weights and lots and lots and lots of like reps. like yes. Like 100 reps for these low weights, right? And that was more of an endurance program. That is really interesting because people that lifted weights typically that would come in and take this class would put their heavy weights on there and they couldn't get through the class because it's so many reps. Right. When you lift really heavy, you typically don't
1: have that many reps.
0: Right. So that makes sense. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So if you're lifting for endurance, you want to lift a less amount of weight for a longer period of time. That's oftentimes what they do in our bar classes
1: too, is you'll do a lower weight and it'll be um, either pulsing or more repetitions.
0: Okay. So, yep. Right. That makes sense. And so then your strength training that you're training to build, build
1: muscle, mm-hmm. uh,
0: is more weights for less reps. And so oftentimes you'll do three sets of eight to 12 reps a piece, um, but you can even bump down those reps. To one to twelve reps, uh, when yes. you're working to build. So sometimes a really heavy weight with just one, two, three or three times, like right? You're,
1: like you're you're lifting to failure, right? On oftentimes with that. So so
0: so, um, so then the question was, well, do you you as a female want to lift for endurance, or do you want to lift for strength? I think it matters on what your goal is. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and. We should probably say that we have found with our lifting that when we do lift for strength, it doesn't bulk us up. No. And, you know, I
1: really did believe that. Um, Not before we started doing our program, but five to seven years ago, I was really worried about lifting heavy um, because all I had ever done were those pump classes with the lighter weight and the more reps or the bar classes. And... I was worried about lifting heavy with the fewer reps for that build um, strategy because I didn't want to get bulky. Because right. I am, when I started and even now and always, my whole life, I've never been a stick thin person. I've had more curves and probably more fat. You know, I'm just like I a curvier. I have a curvier figure, and so it's not that long and lean figure. And so I didn't want to add to my curvier figure. That was exactly what I was going against so I was worried
0: so but we found that the strength training and in training with those um, shorter reps has not contributed to more bulk it's just contributed to more strength and
1: actually I feel like it trims you down yeah so, I mean, it kind of does the opposite of what people think it does. Which or the is really interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. So it's kind of training for whatever it is that you want. But you use both strength and endurance mm-hmm. in functioning throughout your day. Like, right. sometimes you lift something really heavy one time. Mm-hmm. Right? Or sometimes you are working back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to lift things or do things. Yes. Um, both of those employ... Strength and endurance. So just a consideration as you're thinking about uh, how you're going to construct your workout. Now, just in general, you want to think about working out your major muscle groups. So when we work out, we do our back and our shoulders mm-hmm. and our chest. Yep. And then we do our biceps and triceps and abs kind of, on a yeah. different day. And then we'll work our legs, our glutes, our hamstrings, our quads, and our calves. Yes. So we kind of split it up into three different groups. Now, it's really important to have rest in between. Oh, my gosh.
1: Rest is actually where you build the muscle, which is kind of crazy. Because so if, if you continue to do like arms every day, you're at, it's not going to be good for what your goal is. So you need that rest. Yeah. So you yeah. want to alternate.
0: Right. The groups. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if we work our our bicep, triceps, and abs one day, now your abs you can work out more often. Yeah. But we don't go back to our biceps and triceps for, like, 48, 72 hours or more um, before we start doing that again. So just a consideration when you're thinking about your muscle groups and thinking about different ways to work those things out. Also, we use a combination of weight machines and free weights. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared of the free weights. Um, you know, I, we just start them low and move up. So, you know, it's called progressive overload Yeah, to add more weight. mm -hmm. And um, the machines though are a great place to start because they have instructions on the machines to help you target the muscles that the machine is supposed to work.
1: Oftentimes they have a picture, which is great because you know then exactly where you're supposed to be filling that.
0: And don't feel bad if you walk up to a machine and you look at it every which way. I mean, at one point, I was down on the floor looking up from the oh, to yeah. the bottom of the machine trying to figure out how to get the thing to work. It's not a big deal. Right. Right? You're and, in the gym or well, you're in your space trying to do it. That's the best place to be anyway. And the
1: good thing is, is that there are people there, even if you're not paying someone specifically to work with, as a trainer, go ask the front desk or if there seems to be a really nice person. I mean, you don't want to necessarily ask everybody who's working out who's a stranger because they might get a little bit annoyed um, because oftentimes they're there to get their workout done and then go on. But if someone seems maybe extra friendly, you could ask them and say, hey, you know, I'm not real sure how to get this machine adjusted. Could you help real quick? If you see someone training, but maybe they're not training you, they work at the gym and you can ask them that too. Yes.
0: And then there's other resources all over the place that are free that you can use in order to figure this stuff out. Um, We have found that there are some great YouTube videos. There are.
1: Fitness Blender is a great YouTube channel. It's a couple, Kelly and Daniel Seegers. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But they provide all kinds of workouts um, with videos to show you how. And it's free. So that's a great place to start um, to get some information, uh, as well as the Nike app. Um, which is free, and it goes through and shows you videos and tells you when to rest, tells you when to start. Um, So that can be a great one to get started because it has the visual there too. You're not just the words that you're reading.
0: So we love our Brooke Shoes, and we love that Brooks running website also has lots of articles and uh, information about workout training-type programs. And then I also saw this Heart and Soul Fitness that has free videos on the YouTube channel as well. So, you know, even... If you go into a grocery store and you're like, I don't see myself in these magazine pictures. I can't find anything that can help me figure out how to to work out. There are resources that you can find. And and just know that we're in it with you. So continue tuning in to Friends Fit 40s. Check us out on our Instagram page. Like us on our Facebook page. But we want to be there with you, helping you along this journey. All right, Laura, now it is time for our...
1: Weekly homework.
0: We talked about all kinds of fun things today. We talked about hormones and menopause. We talked about weightlifting. I mean, I feel like we've run the gamut. We really have. <laughs> yes. I mean, the only thing we didn't talk about was nutrition, but that's another another episode. So Right. So I think that for homework today, we talked about how Laura needed to know where she was so that she could figure kind of out how to get back there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's important for all of us. To know where we are. Oh, definitely. So just take a minute and think about how are you feeling? How are you feeling in this day? How are you feeling with your relationships? How are you feeling with your career? How are you feeling with the workouts that you're doing? And maybe this is that moment where you decide, I'm going to tweak something. Or maybe this is the moment where you say, you know what? This is the baseline. This is what I always want to feel. So with that,
1: enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. You got this. you love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us
0: when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit 40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you